This company's never been more profitable. You mean hugely profitable? I like it. Dayporter.com presents The Profitable Cleaner, a podcast on commercial cleaning sales and entrepreneurship. The one podcast that's not afraid to discuss real sales strategies with real cleaning professionals that produce real profits and real results. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Here's your host, James Harper. I'm your host, James Harper. Today's episode is one that you are not going to want to miss because we talk about what excels commercial cleaning companies when it comes to their sales strategy. With that being said, I want to give a quick shout out to our brand new sponsor, Usource. And if you are a commercial cleaning owner, Trust me, you want to know about Usource, and I'm not saying that because they're a sponsor of the show. I'm saying it because I know how crazy and hectic it can be managing the operation side of a commercial cleaning company. If you deal with time attendance and tracking, billing, scheduling, multi-location accounts, cleaning inspections, this is the software for you guys. And since they are now partnered with the Profitable Cleaner Podcast and Day Porter, they have... Um, offered to just sit down and talk shop with you for an hour have you check out their um software absolutely zero pressure type of demo i think it's definitely worth 30 minutes 45 minutes of your time to click the link in the show notes and check out usource with that being said today's episode i get to sit down with my partner angel and talk exactly what it takes to have a successful sales rep. Guys, there's a lot of owner operators out there in the cleaning realm that sell and service accounts themselves, which is great. To really get to the next level, you have to have some sort of sales rep in place that can help you manage and take on the business. Angel has unique experience because with our clients, he gets to work with these sales reps directly. We talk shop on what it really takes to see a good janitorial sales rep succeed. We also talk uh, shop when it comes to winning the long game with your commercial cleaning company and what that takes to really set up a long-term sustainable sales strategy. And last but not least, we just have a lot of fun kind of talking about what we're seeing in, in the industry right now, what you can do to generate more leads and get you more life-changing contracts and more business for your cleaning company. So without any further ado, guys, let's rock and roll and let's dive into it. There is something to that 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 I don't think a lot of people, other people have. It's almost like we see, you know, all of our clients that have strong salespeople that actually know the relationship game and it's, it's like... You can see the difference. But basically, it was a property management company, commercial property management company. And I guess, dude, we'll talk about timing, huh? Like, we booked it, and now they have literally a district meeting uh, tomorrow. And so he's going to get a chance to present the services that they can offer. But, again, that speaks volumes to Chris as a salesperson, too. Uh, but that's Toyota, too, man. And they're huge. I mean, that is – if they get this – which they already, they're sending two proposals from one meeting, a meet and greet meeting. So that's what I'm saying. Again, hats off to Chris, bro. Uh, two, two, win, two window washing proposals. And then they're basically becoming the go-to vendor for external services for any, any one of their properties. And their goal is to get them across all 35 offices, which is just crazy. Like that's one, one op can lead to, I mean hundreds and thousands hundreds of thousands if not like a mil a million dollars in commercial work for them like that is gonna be crazy 
what what separates like a salesperson like Chris versus like other people? I think the first commitment for sure. I think that's one of the best. Uh, he's committed to his role, and I think that just breaks down into it's like a big umbrella, right? I think a lot of people are like, "Oh, hell yeah, bro! I'm committed to sales." I'm like, "Cool, dog. What are you reading?" I'm not okay. So who's your mentor? I don't have one. Oh, all right, got it. What YouTube videos do you watch? I don't. Okay. Um, are you probably saying you're a salesperson? No, not really. Okay, so there's a difference between doing it because you know the business needs it, to versus like. Me and him are talking about neuro-linguistic programming, right? We're talking about uh, how he should manage his pipeline properly. We're talking about, again, it's it's almost like this, it's like I always say marriage, but like you can say you're married and then you can actually be committed to, committed to your marriage, right? It's Do more I, than a title. Exactly. It's a hundred percent. I think a lot of people like to, once you put a ring on it, that's it. And it's like, nah, man, like once you put a ring on it, then the work begins, right? Yeah. Then the yes. real work begins. Now you're helping each other on everything that you do. You have to make the tough decisions so that you can have enough budget so that you can set them up to be millionaires or whatever. Like, right, you're having all these conversations. And I think with with this particular, you know, Chris, um, since, we've, since we started working with them, bro, I mean, we talk on the phone. He texts me. We jump on calls. We've talked about things outside of just selling the product, but rather like, what's the breakdown of a sale? Like we're basic, it's a commitment. It's a commitment, right? And so I think that's the main, the main, main difference. My my biggest takeaway from like hearing you talk there is a good salesperson like he is, was able to turn like a meet and greet meeting into a multi-proposal meeting. So there's a big and, disconnect. And they're being presented as a, as a go-to vendor for like their spot, which is crazy. Like I, like the amount of that's why I wish I could have been in that meeting because I'm just like the amount of rapport that he must have built one likability second third obviously he hit on pain points and probably educated them on things that they weren't even aware their properties were going through that they literally think about it they're meeting and she says hey guys we need to add this to the agenda because of how important it is like you have to let that simmer for a little bit I'm like dude amazing you know so he probably went in with some really strong conviction and he knows that there's opportunity everywhere. So he went for it. That's it's what amazing. I, I think that's kind of what the, like in all honesty, the commercial space needs to do a better job at is like seeing how like you can take that initial relationship and solidify yourself as like an authority to where you can be the go-to or you have such conviction, like you said, to where you can push that forward to an actual opportunity. It feels like there's a lot of, um, it's got to be an all or nothing in the commercial space where like, I only want to show up if there's a proposal to be had, or I don't want to show up at all if there's not money right now on the table. And but if that's you think the about, wrong way of doing things. Exactly. But there's a lot of cleaning companies and uh, just commercial facility service companies out there that I feel like, yeah, I only want to show up if it's a walkthrough. Well, no, or you should probably they take only, a phone call. they only show up and take the next step as a, as a proposal when it's like, no, 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 there's yes. like a lot more. Like he got, he went, so uh, uh, even more context drove two hours to get there. So they're like, let's put context in here. Drove two hours for a meet and greet so that he can maybe become part of their vendor list. Walked out with two proposals, a presentation to a by the, like to a meeting for a 
commercial property company, right? Two proposals just right there and then, and a great partner and a great and ended his comment not with "can't wait to send these proposals and close the sale." Ended his comment with "what a great way to start a relationship." When they say that, that shows me that he's obviously in it for the long run, and that's not. I wish that's something I could say about everybody, but that's definitely not something you could say about everybody. A lot of people want instant gratification. I don't blame them. We're in a world where instant gratification with social media, not even social media, everything in general, right? Like I want groceries, Amazon delivers it. I need a book, Amazon delivers it. Get social media, instant feedback. Like sales is not always an instant feedback unless you want, no, if you want it to be, but you just got to look for the right feedback, not proposal sent, did it close? That's, those are the last steps. You know what I mean? Well, since we're kind of giving some love to clients and people yeah. we work directly with, with, like, so we just mentioned Chris, good sales guy. Think of another good sales guy, Bruce, right? Relationship guy will invest in the small activities up front that feel small that end up being big. Like uh, we have a client in Salt Lake City, and this guy literally shows up more to his prospects' uh, work than the cleaners themselves do. And he says, if, I sh if I'm showing up more than uh, their actual cleaning company, they will eventually give me time and day to talk about filling their cleaning gaps. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of little activity there that in the long run adds up to a big thing. And he's been in the business now for 40 plus years. You only do that by doing those small things and knowing that they lead to bigger, bigger rewards. 100%. 100%. It's like the combination of – I love when he said that, by the way. When I heard that, I was like, dude, wow. Like, right? like when you show up more than their current vendor, even if they have a day porter job, it doesn't mean like show up to the building and that's it, but like make actual purposeful, intentional contact with them. Right? Because yeah, we, yeah, exactly. we even ask him, like, do you just show up and say hi? And he's like, no, no. Like it's a preset meeting. How many – like what can you even talk about for another five meetings before doing a proposal? I'm not going to spill his secret sauce because they got their own secret sauce. But most importantly, it's like the intention, the intention is there uh, yeah. from the beginning to make a, not a friend, a friend is part of it, but like a business relationship. A well, business one, thing relationship. He does, one thing he does that like we can share that everyone can do is like, he was like, I like to get like the trade journal magazines with facility directors and just stop by and be like, Hey, Bob, I wasn't sure if you uh, had the last trade journal magazine, but uh, you might find this interesting. Boom. And then that like that FaceTime or that 10 minute correspondence that led leads to maybe a half hour exchange builds some really good intention. Actually, I'm going to tell you something. No, I'm actually going to give you an example how I'm being sold to right now. So it was my You're birthday this last it was my birthday this <laughs> last weekend and everyone on LinkedIn that I have no idea who they are, you know, the you get inundated with the happy birthday messages. Check yeah, this yeah. out. Check out this message I got. This is so good, but I'm going to walk you through a two message sequence. This guy, I have no idea who he is, said, Hey, happy birthday, James. Enjoy celebrating your day. Uh, blah blah blah. P.S. If you like treating yourself to a birthday present, just last year, a buddy of mine in Denver invented fire uh, and fired up the log, lodgecandle.com or whatever. 
it's downright nitty to gaze into and be there a uh, hundred hours of patio and deck porch sitting for your enjoyment. So he like looked up my market and actually gave me something to do. Feel free to uh, drop my name. If you go by, you might get 10% off. Who knows? Okay. That's interesting. This doesn't feel automated. I said, wow, cool. Thanks, Mark. And then he says, this is where it goes. For sure, James, you totally deserve it. I don't know this guy, but all of a sudden the cam conversation's different, right? And I was like, man, this guy drops like, hey, I see that you're in Denver. Check this out. He gives me something totally un like unrelated to being in business to do. And I know it's genuine because he's like, hey, drop my name. And then he said, you know, like, just like his response, like, hey, for sure, James, you totally deserve it. Smiley face, blah, blah, blah. I look at this dude's profile. I see that he's in commercial cleaning. I'm like, and, and it doesn't really matter what he does, but he's in an interesting sector of commercial cleaning. And then my response to him was like, hey, Mark, what do you do? Now this is going to start a conversation to where he's going to get me into a meeting and ultimately, I'm going to be intrigued about maybe doing business with this guy. But how yeah. genuine was that just to, like, it didn't feel like a sales pitch at all. But whatever he's selling, I'm going to buy. I don't even know what he's selling yet. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, yes. A hundred percent. hundred percent. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, man. I mean, as I, he probably went in there with no expectation. But obviously, it's all it's all a long-term game, right? Whether it turns into something now or it doesn't, like the intention behind it is is the right kind. I just, yeah, I think a lot of people are missing the point with it. You know, they go in there, they just are, they just all they want is a proposal. If they're really interested, they'll just let me know. Oh, that just means they're just tire kickers, and you will get tire kickers. Don't get me wrong, in the space that are just price shopping, those will happen. But the question is, did you go out and give it your all, right? Like, did you go into that meeting and did you just lay it down? And showed your conviction, the faith that you have on your team, on performing, on everything. And if you didn't, it's like, and you just went and gave it an okay performance and expect a, somebody to sign, then you're doing a lot more than that wrong. Because again, like, it, it's funny, dude, like, everyone with a logical mind understand that it's never about the product. It isn't. Right, like you need to, like I think a lot of people still think that that is. We get it. You're 24 hour responsive. We get it. You train people. Oh my God, yes, that is a part of it. Once you earn the opportunity to showcase yourself, that's when you really do showcase yourself and what you're capable of, right? But before you're able to even showcase yourself, you're you're just selling the opportunity, like an opportunity, the vision that what a partnership would, might look like together. So it's not about the product. The product is maybe like 30%, 27 30%. The rest is much more than that. So, you know, be here and there for the long term. Um, I will also say Bruce has trust in his team. Chris has trust in his team, right? They know that whatever they say in that meeting, they will 100% have the team to back it up and provide the service to do so. So there is a level of, of conviction and trust on your product. So... Unless that's why a, a really cool thing about sales is talking to your customer success or your people or your testimonials so that you can see how well things are working and then you use that as the fuel for salespeople, right? Don't just make them sell it and then disappear, mm. like sell it, nurture it, see what it's done, see how they get their feel so that you can use that as kind of like, like the fuel, right, that they can use.
So, yeah, but yeah, I absolutely man, 100%. love that. I love that. So that's what separates the good from the bad when it comes to just the commercial cleaning industry across the board. You know, people that invest in the relationship, they make it a people business, not a product business, and they're in it for the long term. And at the end of the day, too, money and deals still happen with extra touch points and follow ups. Oh, yeah. If you stay present in front, like, I mean, like you said, Chris got really fortunate with the timing of that meet and greet meeting, right? But luck really favors the prepared. And mm-hmm. if you're in front of these people month in and month out, and like our client Bruce does, sees their, uh, his prospects more than sometimes his cleaning account managers do, timing will be on your side eventually. When that contract's up to expire, when that cleaning company makes a massive mistake and they're on the verge of getting fired, you are going to capitalize on that opportunity, but there's a lot of upfront equity. So good stuff. Yeah. Man. I mean, I really, don't forget really like, like commercial, only 4% of people are actively looking to replace their current contract or their cleaner. That's about a hundred decision makers you speak to four, a hundred four are actively looking. So Think go of- and do it like hardcore so that when you do get those four, that's not your second or third meeting that you're getting practice with. No, you're, those are the, the lay downs. Those you get and you beat out competition and you're better. The rest, use those and work the other ones. Because like yes. that, only 4%. So amount of, think of the amount of work that goes into finding them. Don't let that amount go to nothing just because, oh, well, he didn't sign the proposal. Oh, he just asked for a proposal. Oh, I just built it up in my head that they're just price shopping because I'm suck at sales and I didn't do a proper discovery. Therefore, all I can think about is that they're price shopping. That's what everybody does. Stop lying to yourselves. Don't bullshit yourself. Go and become badass. Learn psychology. Understand the economics of what business you're in. Understand the game that you're playing so that you become a valuable, right? And whenever that opportunity comes, right, preparation meets opportunity. That's that's what some people define as luck. Take advantage of it. Fucking go for the kill there. I I actually don't even think there's that many like price shoppers out there. Like there's price shoppers in every industry, but even if they are shopping price and you lose out on a quote due to price and then they have a bad experience, they'll come back if you stay in front of them and you stay educating them, they'll come back ready to spend more. Like so even like the excuse of a price shopper or tire kicker is just that it's an excuse. Ultimately, do they have a facility or a building that they need cleaned? If so, educate them, stay in front of them. And Angel, yeah. you may, dude, I love when you say this because I need to remind myself of this. 4% of people are only ready to buy. That's decision makers. So you have to talk to a hundred decision makers just to get 4% right now ready to buy. You have to talk to a lot more businesses just to get to a hundred decision makers. That's Dude, you're probably talking calling, to a thousand like, businesses. It's crazy. And then you call the business and that one decision maker is not in, it's not there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. And so you go to someone else and then they go, well, I don't think they're interested. Well, yeah, cause only 4%, but you don't know. So you got to find the decision maker. The whole point is like, like wake up. I don't know how to say that to people. I, I We underestimate salesmen, including myself. I want every appointment that we book or everything that we do, I'll be a home run. And I got to remember that only 4%, which is why things begin with a relationship, which is why meeting, doing a walkthrough for the sole purpose of a meet and greet like Chris did makes 20 times more sense 
than in, in a walkthrough of someone just actively looking. Because I know that I'm only going to have out of 100 decision makers, only four are actively looking. That's one out of the four that I'm about to like burn already, right? Like I was like, oh shit, those are one of the four. Like I need another 100 decision makers to find these. It makes more sense to always go to build a relationship, drop by with coffee, build a walkthrough, do whatever you got to do to build a relationship. Because now I'm top, now I'm talking to the other 96 that are not actively yeah. looking, but that I'm implanting myself in their brain and becoming friends with that at the moment they do remember me. Let's use Andrew as a great example. After so much learning and friendship and in educating the client, we won't say the client's name. This could be one of the largest deals that, that he might that he might get. But now he's yeah. in the running and he's done the top running. So it's, but that's just, it's a compound effect. It's just like anything in this world. So just make it happen, do the walkthroughs. And if you really want to go from a bad salesperson to good, first starts with people and commitment, yeah. right? Once you yeah. want to go from that to great, we can do another thing to go from good to great, but that requires a different level of commitment, more of, uh, devotion versus just commitment, which we've spoken about before. But at least if you're listening to this, go from good, from bad to good. People, stop having like super high expectations of every meeting. Just have an expectation of you doing the best and, and doing the most that you can out of that walkthrough or that meeting. And mo and and really like commit yourself to the sales term long term. Once you see yourself doing it for six months nonstop, loving it, married to it, then ask ask, ask sales to marry you to get married to you and become devoted to that, to, to sales, just like a marriage works. This is why you should never take a walkthrough for granted though. Right? Never. <laughs> like, just one out of four, up. like, but like literally one out of four in your whiteboard, if you have one or your phone and every time you do a walkthrough or they say, yes, I'm actively looking or taking bids or whatever. One. And I'm not talking government bids. Those are a little different. I'm talking like private sector. Like we have our own. Yeah. One out of four. And if you, I uh, don't know if I can cuss or not. If you, if you fuck one up, there you go. Take off that four, you get three. You fuck two up, that's two. If they're not listening to you and they're actively taking bids, I mean, or proposals, and you haven't gotten a close, you're fucking up your walkthrough, you're fucking up your discovery. So get real with yourself, get better at sales so that you can take advantage of the opportunities. I, I love what you just said there. Like, don't have an expectation for like a home run every meeting, but uh, have an expectation that you're going to show up, add value, and be great. Reminds me of this one quote. I just, I read this last night. It was from a video I watched. We'll link it in the show notes. It's from a guy named Jim Rohn. Freaking awesome Who personal development sales just guy. Kidding. Uh, no, yeah. Have a passion for incredible success in every department. So like, like what he means by that, it reminded me of what you just said. Like have a passion for just being a value with like every meeting you set in the sales realm a meet and greet meeting turns to a, you know, potentially, hopefully a million dollar proposal for Chris, right? Um, at least a six figure proposal, driving yeah, two exactly. hours to educate and be valuable. Exactly. Though. He had a, he had a passion well, he, for incredible he, success. And he closes one. Doesn't mean it might not be a million dollars today. It could be a thousand dollars. Who knows? And then you Over nurture time, it though. and then there are more, and then they have a friend and then there's more and then this friend has it. And then there's more. Next thing you know, one sale or one meet and greet just changed the whole business's trajectory, right? You're looking for like that hockey stick suit thing. And I think a lot of people just 
on it like this is cool like the growth this way is cool gradual growth is good especially in sales the more meetings i take therefore i should close more so i'm just actively growing there's also the effect of like the slingshot right holy shit i'm having a shit ton of meetings nothing's closing but i'm building a freak ton of relationships oh shit just got a call back oh just got invited to a proposal oh shit like there's almost like this boom like this big game so there's 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 both right not everything has to be gradual so all to say compound effect right hockey stick whatever you want to call it doesn't really matter the whole point is just get really great at sales that's it absolutely i love it man if you like this episode go ahead and join our <laughs> facebook group we link all the good links below profitable cleaner and uh talk to you guys next time